This is Sports Talk with Jack Wilson on News Talk 770, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Well, our next guest on Sports Talk with Jock really needs no introduction at all. Uh, you know the story. She announced her retirement from the women's national hockey team on Friday the 13th. Uh, that's right. Haley Wickenheiser joins us on uh, Sports Talk with Jock. Hey, Haley, how you doing? Hey, Jock. I'm good, thanks. Excellent. Uh, well, thank you so much for joining us tonight. You're obviously not superstitious because you made this announcement on Friday the 13th. Yeah, you know what? I didn't, I didn't even think about it until... Um, <laughs> It's kind of a crazy story, but I have a very, very good friend. Uh, My little friend Grace was nine, and she passed away last year, and she actually passed away on Friday the 13th, and her number in hockey was 23. So I retired Friday the 13th after 23 years. So I don't know if she made that possible or not. Wow. uh, yeah, kind of That's, weird. That, 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 is, uh, that is a story. Uh, uh, Saturday night, you got to go to, uh, to Edmonton Rogers Arena, and, of course, uh, you were honored by the Flames and the Oilers. Uh, that had to be a special moment. Oh, it was amazing. I mean, you know, I live in Calgary, so I was a little concerned about the Flames being upset, but I think it worked out um, as, as good as it possibly could. I mean, I grew up a diehard Oiler fan, and Mark and Wayne and the Oilers of the 80s, they really influenced my life, my career. And so uh, I thought that combined with the fact that uh, I spent 20 years with Hockey Canada with Bob Nicholson at the helm, um, we've been through a lot of highs and lows together, and mm-hmm. being that they're playing the Flames would be the best way to do it. Well, you know, it's interesting, uh, Haley, because uh, you and I have a little bit of a history at the at the Olympic Oval. And, uh, you know, I, I look back at those Oval Extreme teams, I, I kind of I liken them to the, uh, to the Edmonton Oilers because, you know, Cassie was probably the Paul Coffey, Danielle Goyette, uh, you know, she was the skater, she was Jerry Curry, you were the Gretzky, so uh, you guys didn't lose too many games like those Oilers. Yeah, you know, it's, it's true. I mean, we had a dynasty at the Oval uh, when you were there, Jock, with the Extreme that I think we had the best team in women's hockey history even compared to national teams uh, in one one or two of those years that we were at the Oval, we had a lot of national team players and I think we would have beat the national team at that time had we have played them with the team we had and the coaching we had. And so um, those were the best days in my hockey career in that club team, you know, with Cassie and uh, Goyetti and uh, Dana Antel, Carla McLeod, Judy Diddick, those types of players. And um, yeah, I don't know if we'll ever see a team quite like that again. That was a pretty special team. Uh, y- you reflect back at uh, 23 years, uh, you know, with the national team. And, you know, I-, I can run down your resume four gold medals, a silver medal, seven world championships. You've won CIS championships. You've won WWHL championships. You've won NWHL championships, as we just talked about with the with the Oval Extreme. Uh, this this question is probably too tough to answer, but but what, what do you want to remember? the most or at least what what is the biggest highlight you have from your playing career oh yeah i, I don't have one highlight i i su- sort of summarize the three olympics salt lake vancouver and sochi is sort of the three olympic highlights uh given the nature uh, come from behind uh in uh, salt lake the winning in canada and vancouver and then the come from behind memorable win in sochi that probably was the most epic game in olympic history um, those three are definitely my Olympic highlights. Uh, you know, winning a CIS championship with the Dinos is, was, is pretty high up on that list, uh, to be honest, just because it was uh, something that had never been done at the UFC before. And I was really proud of that team. I, you know, so many of those girls I heard from when I announced my retirement yesterday, we had a pretty close bond. And being a student athlete is, is the best job you can have. So uh, <laughs> that's up there, too. Well, are you going to continue to be a student athlete? Are you going back to a medical school, I understand? 
Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go to med- medical school, and uh, I don't know if I'll I'll be as an athlete uh, <laughs> when I'm trying to become a doctor, but I'll definitely still be training, and uh, that's part of my life that isn't gonna go away. That's for sure. It'll keep me sane, I think, when I try to get through medicine. Well, it, it's so tough to step away from the game because you've been involved with the game for so long, Haley, and uh, you know we, we see Daniel Goyette coaching. You know we see uh, uh, you know so many of your your former teammates, you know, involved in the game, whether it's Cassie with Hockey Night in Canada. How will you yeah. stay involved? with the game not really sure at this point i know one thing for certain i'll be continuing to do the canadian tire wick fest that happens at Winsport every november the last two weeks in november uh we had last year three thousand players come from around the world um over 126 teams and then we have another 100 on the waiting list so it's just grown massively and it's probably the biggest festival of the game there is so that's that's for sure i'll do i've had some talks with different nhl people i guess about you know anything from coaching to be involved in administration growing the game and stuff and so i'll look at maybe that down the road and see where that can fit in but um i'll have to sort of see how it can all play out given uh trying to do medicine at the same time yeah true true enough you know obviously medicine is is a great goal and and you will uh, achieve it well because you've always uh, you know achieved your goals but uh, a lot of people are wondering why now you know 13 months away from korea um hey 38 is still young if you're yaram or jagger for god's sakes uh, yeah. you know you're a baby considering uh, what yaram or jagger is doing uh, in town tonight but uh, uh so why now yeah, well, I was just talking to Tommy Powers, who is the trainer for the Panthers, and I said, tell Yags that uh, I hope that I could go as long as he did, but was it in the card? <laughs> um, yeah, it's, um, you know, just like, so many different factors. I guess the biggest thing is just I didn't want to delay medicine. It's a long haul to get through medical school. I didn't want to mm. delay it too much longer. So that, um, you know, and I talked to my son about it. He said he's in the last two years of high school, and you know, what he's going to do in his life. And then everything combined, I think uh, it just made for, you know, in my gut, it was a painful decision to make, but the right one. Yeah, you know, true, true enough. And, and, and sooner or later, you do have to move on. And, and I guess, uh, you know, get a real job, as, as, as the old yeah. saying goes, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you don't get to... In women's hockey, when you start playing, you're always, uh, well, I think you should be, you know, you're preparing for life after hockey because mm. you're not getting paid the millions of dollars. And so I've always been pursuing. It took me 16 years to get a, an undergrad degree and then get my <laughs> master's degree, which was um, which was fun. But um, you know, I think that's just part of the nature of the game. And one day, maybe in pro hockey, you don't have to worry as much about what you're going to do after. But um, for me, that was a big part of it. Uh, Haley Wickenheiser, a special guest here on Sports Talk with Jock. Of course, she announced her retirement on uh, Friday night. Uh, uh, you mentioned your son, Noah, and, and a lot of people know the story. Of course, remember the pictures of uh, him being on the ice with you in Salt Lake City. Uh, maybe they don't know the story that you, you did marry Thomas Pacina. He was the coach at the Oval Extreme at the time, and, and you did adopt his, uh, his son. And, uh, you know, uh, and, and that, that, that was, was that difficult for you at the time, or was that just the right thing to do? Because, you know, that, that, was, that was an interesting time in your, in your career. Yeah, well, you know, uh, I met Thomas through hockey, too, and, uh, you know, he's had a, a long, great career working with NHL teams and different pros through the years, and so, our, you know, we had a, our life sort of around hockey, and, and then uh, Noah, I ended up ado- officially adopting him when he was one, but, um, you know, it was uh, it was a pretty easy decision, to be honest. I didn't even think twice. I mean, I was pretty young. I was 21 at the time, so mm-hmm. I never in my life dreamed I'd have a child at 21, let alone a 
three month premature baby that uh, was very sick. So um, there was a lot going on at the time, but we had uh, just some amazing years there with the Oval. And, um, you know, Thomas was in Edmonton for the retirement ceremony. And um, it was just so nice to have all of us, you know, reminisce about all those good times in, <laughs> at the Oval. And, uh, you know, the time having Wally Kozak there too. Wally was part of those Oval teams. And, um, you know, just it's been a big fabric, of, uh, part of the fabric of my life. And, uh, probably that's why Noah doesn't like hockey because it means mom and dad are always gone. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Well, we in the sports media like to think, you know, we, we got you where you are today, which is obviously a big fabrication. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, we, we I've told the story a couple of times. You know, here you are, what, 23, 24 years ago. Uh, you're on the ice with the yeah. Molson Canadian sports media team. We're feeling kind of macho because we're a bunch of, you know, guys a little bit older than this, uh, you know, 14-year-old uh, lady that's coming to join us on the ice, and you just kicked our butts. And, uh, you know, so anyway, if, if it's a small consolation, we got you where you're going today Haley <laughs> yes I have fond memories of those noon hour max skates that I remember Mike Toth and his Cooper Alls and uh, you know just yeah you, you know skating with you and the rest of those guys it was a lot of fun and um you know they were very very gracious to have me out there and actually you know I enjoyed it, it was a pretty good pace there's a lot of guys that could play <laughs> Well, we can't play anymore, let me tell you that. <laughs> the, the other interesting story, and uh, Eric Dehatchek, myself, uh, when I was hosting the Flames broadcast, we had you into the uh, the hot stove lounge, and I remember you telling me a story, as I think you were 16 at the time, and you said, I'm going to be a professional hockey player. And, and you know, we sort of giggled. We knew there was no professional women's league at the time, but, you know, we, we, we appreciated what you were trying to do. And then you did play pro in Finland. Uh, you know, you attended two rookie camps in the NHL. Bobby Clark brought you into the uh, Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, that obviously was, was an important important milestone in your career wasn't it oh it's huge i mean what clarky did after the 98 olympics by allowing me to come to to philly and i went two years to those camps um i really learned what it took to be a pro and how you had to prepare yourself think about the game and uh he you know right up to today we stay in touch all the time he's such a good mentor and friend of mine through 20 years really and um, then it springboarded after the 2002 Olympics. I played in Finland for two years and then Sweden in 2008 for a year. And, you know, I'm probably most proud of, you know, the fact that I went over there. I averaged half a point a game when I played and, um, I, I felt like I, you know, contributed. We won uh, the championship to, to move to the first division the first year I went over there when everybody thought it was going to be a joke. And, um, you know, I think it was just, you know, I'm always constantly having to prove myself in the game, and that was um, definitely the hardest thing about going over there. And, and what sort of reaction did you get from the guys in the dressing room, in a professional dressing room? Well, when I was in Finland, you know, if anybody knows the Finns, they don't really talk too much until <laughs> until they have a few beers, and then, then they never shut up. But, um, <laughs> it, uh, it, you know, it was, it was neat because the first practice, I, I had the biggest defenseman on the ice chasing me around trying to kill me, and then he would later tell me that, Matty Hagman told him to go out and do that. Matty was the coach at the time, and uh, he just wanted to make sure I could handle the physical contact. And there was about 100 media from around the world lined up around the rink, so that was pretty pretty cool uh, to hear that story later. But, you know, now I keep in touch with a lot of those guys that I played with. Um, they've come over to, to Calgary to visit and uh, vice versa. And uh, some of the best times I had in hockey I had, and I never had a problem in, in all my years of, of all the guys' teams I played on, whether it was pro or boys hockey. I never had a problem with any of the guys I played with. It was generally the guys you were playing against. But overall in Finland, they treated me with respect. When I played in Sweden, it was a little bit different. It, they, you never knew when you were going to take a bad hit. 
just the style that they played. But uh, Finland was a pretty honorable style of hockey. Everybody remembers your Winter Olympic resume, four gold medals, one silver medal. A, a lot of people sometimes forget that you were a dual sport Olympian. You, you played in the Summer Olympics in softball. Uh, not many people, not many athletes get that opportunity. Uh, compare Olympics for me, you know, because the Summer Olympics, that's, that's a much bigger show, isn't it? Yeah, it's double the size. You have uh, 8,500 athletes in the Winter Olympics, 17,000 in the summer. Um, you've got about, you know, I, I don't know, the, the summer village, you need a city bus to get around. The whole thing is so big. And in the winter, you can kind of walk everywhere. So the difference, very intimate in the winter and far less so in the summer. Um, the difference in softball to hockey was in softball, we weren't expected to win or medal, uh, even though I really believe that we had a, we had a shot at a medal. Um, we ended up not meddling, but um, it was hard to go from a program where you expect there's only one medal to win, which is the gold, or nobody is happy, right. uh, to a program that didn't have the bar raised. And so I really appreciated coming back to hockey and being around athletes and staff that you know expected excellence all the time. And we had that people cared about it almost. And now that women's softball is back in the Olympics for uh, Tokyo in 2020, I really hope that Softball Canada can can elevate the team and, and you know, produce a, a team that can win a medal because the talent is certainly out there. Is that the one regret, Haley? Because, you know, what you were expected to win gold, you have that one silver medal. And, uh, hey, nothing wrong with the silver medal. Yeah. Don't get me wrong here. But, uh, you know, it would have been nice to have five uh, straight gold medals. Yeah, when I look back, I mean, I just think of, you know, some of the some of those Olympic games, you know, was, you know, Sochi, it was, there was a lot of luck that went our way to win that game. and. Mm-hmm. We were fortunate in some ways to come out on top. But in Nagano, we almost kind of blew it, I think, when I look back. And we had opportunities to score, and we didn't. And and uh, I don't I don't want to say that we choked, but it, we definitely didn't underperform. And so, yeah, I'll look back and, and think that, you know, that was that was the one that got away a little bit. But in the same way, uh, sometimes you have to lose to learn how to win. And I think going on to win four straight after that, that, that loss is a big reason why. I, I could keep you here all night, but I'll only keep for a couple of more. But uh, you were elected to the International Olympic Committee Athletes Commission back in 2014. Is, is that something you would like to continue? Uh, yeah, I have uh, an eight-year mandate, whether you like it or not, when you're elected. <laughs> and so um, it's, it's good. It's an interesting uh, gig in the sense that you get to be involved in what goes on inside the IOC. Um, it's hard at times because you want change to happen, and it's very slow when you're in the big machine. I have a lot of respect for people like Becky Scott who get out there and fight for what they believe in, and I am on the WADA Athletes Commission as well now, and so I'll be able to help Becky in mm-hmm. the fight for the anti-doping and stuff like that. But um, uh, it's it's a really interesting experience. I was able to go to Rio, be a part of the inside part of how the games goes off, and so hopefully we can continue to fight for the athletes and keep the athletes at the center of the Olympic experience. You leave women's hockey in, in a good place. It's 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 come so much and so far, uh, you know, since you first got into the uh, the game. Uh, is it where you want it to be? It still needs to grow a little more, doesn't it, Haley? Yeah, it's not where I want it to be for sure because I think there's always more there, but. Uh, I think for now it's it's where it's where it should be, um, you know, given where we've come. And we need the two pro leagues, the CWHL, the NWHL, to figure out how to work together and merge as one. I know the NHL really isn't interested in getting involved until that either happens or both leagues, leagues don't make it and they have to do it themselves. But there is an interest there. I've been talking with Gary Bettman about it, and he's very supportive of the women's game. Mm-hmm. He understands from an economic and a sporting reason that there's, there's an interest in the game and that it would make sense for the NHL to, to be a part of it. So 
Um, I think there's lots of work to do. Um, it's going to require, I think, some change and some increase in leadership and champions of the game like Brian Burks of the world that'll get out there and speak up for it and help it out. You've written a couple of books, uh, Born to Play, uh, The Gold Medal Diary. Uh, we've got a new book uh, coming out soon? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, that was a hard thing to do is write a book, actually. I did it, and I spoke into a microphone in Vancouver, or, you know, under under my cover that night so I wouldn't wake up my roommates during the Olympics, and it was, like, so stressful. I said, I'm never doing this again, so <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I think that my books are over, but, yeah, we'll see what comes. Haley, uh, this has been so much fun. I really appreciate you spending a few minutes uh, with us tonight. As I say, I could, I could keep you on here for another hour, for goodness sakes. Uh, uh, thanks so much. Uh, good luck in your retirement. Good luck with medical school. And I know, you know, when you're a member of the Hockey Hall of Fame or the IIHF Hall of Fame or the Canadian Sports Hall of Fame, we'll talk again. Uh, so uh, congr- <laughs> congratulations on a great career. Well, thanks, Jock, and thanks to, uh, you know, all the years of support you gave us and all the girls uh, at the Oval. It was great to work with you. Haley Wickenheiser, a special guest here on Sports Talk with Jock. we got to take a break for the news at the top of the hour. We're going to hook up with Global Sports when we come back. So much more to come as you are listening to Sports Talk with Jock. I'm Jock Wilson on News Talk 770. Sports Talk with Jock, weekdays from 6.30 to 8 p.m. on News Talk 770 Calgary, CHQR.